Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. First thing I noticed was the moment I made the decision to do it, it was easy. Like mm. so often we create this narrative of, oh, I'm not a morning person. Oh, I'm, I could never do that. Oh, I hate the mornings. And you'd be surprised at how powerful the subconscious mind is. So you're feeding your subconscious this narrative and it's going to take it and run with it. So the minute you say, I could never get up at that time. Well, you're right. You won't because you just convinced yourself that you'll never do it. But the minute you change that narrative and change the way you speak to yourself, you change the language that you use. It's easy. So the first thing I noticed was how easy it was. The moment, like, and in the book, he gives you ways to reprogram your thinking. That's Jarvis Leverson, and you're listening to the Michael Unbroken Podcast. Hey, what's up, Unbroken Nation? Hope that you're doing well wherever you are in the world. I'm really excited about today's episode, but before I dive into that, I just wanted to say thank you so much to everyone who is taking 15 seconds out of their day to leave a review of the podcast. It literally means the world to me, and I read every one of them, and honestly, it's a little bit of inspiration. Creating and and pushing this content out is actually incredibly time-intensive and difficult, and I do it because I recognize the importance of it and how I wish that I had this when I was going through my healing journey because you know I, I think the one thing that we all have in this is human connection and it's so important to garner that together so to everyone who is pausing and going and leaving a review thank you so much it it literally means a ton to me and if you would, if you have not, please go and do that. Take 17 seconds out of your day, leave a review, good, bad, or indifferent. It would mean a lot to me. As we head into today's episode, I'm really excited because I met my friend Jarvis at a personal growth conference called Influencer. And I, you know, I, I'm 
I'm an introvert by nature, right? It's something I've come to to live with and accept. And on the occasion, there's this energy transference that happens when you're in the world and you kind of feel drawn to individuals. And oddly enough, on this particular day, in this particular moment, in this particular line to get coffee, there was a guy in front of me who was wearing almost to the T the exact clothing as me, right? Red shoes, black jeans, black top, jacket. And I was like, whoa, that's crazy. It's like we dressed for the occasion. And I just, you know, I made a joke and we started chatting and I was like, oh, this person is a very interesting and fascinating human being. And then I learned a little bit more about him and his story and then had him on the podcast. And I think about these moments in time in which a couple of things. One, you have the opportunity to say something. And I always try to challenge myself to do that, knowing that a single conversation could change your life. And on the other side of it, thinking about understanding the impact of creating change in your own life and knowing that one of the biggest points of contention that people have is the lack of self-belief because circumstances dictate that you may not be capable. Well, this conversation is really fantastic because Jarvis talks about this and how he used to be in his own head to the point that he was actually living on his mom's couch as an adult and now has transformed his life into happiness, health, sustainability, and everything else that he always dreamed that he could have. So I hope that you'll take some time, listen to this episode. I will say the the audio in a couple of spots does get a little bouncy because of Wi-Fi issues, but the episode is phenomenal. I promise you it's worth navigating. Um, as usual, my friends, thank you so much. I also want to let you know one last thing. I did open up a couple new spots into my spring coaching. So if you are interested in being coached one-on-one -on -one by me, visit thinkunbroken.com, fill out the form, and you and I will have a little bit of a conversation. So have an incredible day, my friend. I'm super excited about this episode, and I will see you on the other side. Jarvis, what is up, my friend? How are you today? Feeling beautiful, my man. Awesome. Yeah, I love it. I love it. For for listeners who who are not familiar with you and the morning hero, what what's the elevator pitch here? Uh, the morning hero is you know, my, my growth journey started when I read this book called The Miracle Morning. And The Miracle Morning, at the time I was homeless, depressed, living on my mom's couch, waking up at, you know, I had no reason to wake up. So I wake up at nine, 10 in the morning. And someone said, you know what, you should read this book called The Miracle Morning get your life together. And so uh, I read the book and the book preaches, you know, you should wake up early and, you know, do a set of core habits and principles that's going to drastically transform your life. Right. And so I got this book and I read, opened it and read it in two days. And then I was like, you know what, I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to try to wake up at 6 a.m. the next day. And I woke up at 5.57 a.m. That, that following day, hungry and excited with like a new lease on life. And that was five years ago. And every day I wake up early and I would do this process. And I, every day I would wake up early and I would just turn into a hero. Every morning I turned into a hero with, I just got up early and I just fucking took charge of life. And I got acquainted with my goals and I meditated and I did some exercise. And every morning I just turned into a hero. And I started tagging myself. I started documenting my journey on social media. And I was like, all right, this morning I'm a hero. 
And then someone was like, yeah, you are the morning hero. And I was like, yeah, that's it. Dude, that, that's hero. powerful, my friend. <laughs> hey, I just quickly, your hands are like hitting the desk and that's picking up in the mic. Oh, so just to be cognizant of it, I do it all the time. I, that's why I put my hands underneath the desk these days. Yeah, um, that's a good idea. Thank you. Man, I'll, I'll tell you what, that there's so much here I want to talk about because in, in retrospect, looking at the journey of my life, the moments in which my life has changed the most is in those moments when I have put myself in a position to be uncomfortable, right? We often find comfort in the norm. And even if that norm is something as simple as what time we wake up, which most people don't equate to really being the baseline for how everything is impacted in their day. And when I change my life to go, oh, I am getting up before 6 a.m. every morning as a person who is much preferable around the, I'm going to go to bed about 3 a.m. and get up at 10 kind of lifestyle. um, It was so dramatically impactful for me. So I, I resonate with that in this really intrinsic way. But how do you get to this place where, man, I, I want to unpack this a little bit. You go from being homeless, living on a couch, reading this book. What's the lead up to this moment? Like what is happening that puts you in that position? Yeah, great question. So um, I had the, you know, I, I had like a very privileged existence for a while. I went to school um, you know, I was really good at everything I did. So I, I went to engineering school, I got a computer engineering degree, degree uh, went to sales and for tech sales. And I, I was a software salesman for 15 years and was really good at that. President's Club, top 1%. And I was making a lot of money. I moved to San Diego, from Chicago. Uh, and then eventually I moved to San Diego and new and new in a brand new town, you know, making a lot of money. Um, I get a, you know, this loft downtown overlooking the water and overlooking downtown. It's a two-story loft, but living by myself, making all this money and my priorities shifted. You know, it went from, I was hungry for goals and I was striving for things. And to all of a sudden, you know, I had all this abundance and then I just took advantage of it and, you know, started partying too hard, um, chasing girls every weekend, um, drinking, fell into doing drugs and it went from you know once or twice a month to once or twice a week to then almost every day hanging with the wrong crowds and slowly but surely my life it started to overtake my life and my life started to deteriorate and so all these things that were just so great about my life everything was a you know in working order all of a sudden like this these these substances took control of me and now I wasn't going into work anymore. I'm, I'm missing appointments. You know, I wasn't showing up for myself. I wasn't showing up for my job. I wasn't showing up for my family. And I was really kind of just a shell of my former self mm-hmm. to the point where I got released from my job. Uh, I had a girlfriend at the time. She broke up with me. And, you know, uh, all of a sudden, everything I had, I lost it. And like literally within a one week time span, I lost my job, lost my girl, got kicked out the house. And I was stuck with my bags, bumming couch, going couch surfing from friend's house to friend house, friend's house, trying to, you know, find people to, to kind of take me in. And eventually I had to move back to Chicago with my mom. And there I was, I was 36 years old. So here I was, I had, I went from having it all, everything was on cruise control in life. And then, you know, slowly but surely hanging with the wrong crowd, you know, you know, my, not focusing on the right things. I let like all these, you know, great things in my life kind of fade away. And then I was stuck with nothing. 
And then at that point, that's where I had to really figure out, you know, how to put all these pieces back together again. And it was kind of at that moment, like serendipitously, you know, this book introduced was was presented to me, and it was the catalyst that kind of like started uh, initiated the rebirth of Jarvis, right? The yeah. Jarvis 2.0, if you will. Man, that's <laughs> that's so powerful. And I I think about my own journey being very similar to that, right? In my 20s, I got really good in corporate America and I was making more money than everyone. No one I knew made more money than me. And I blew every penny of it, man. Every yeah. penny. And then worse, I got sick and I went into this huge level of medical debt, right? And then I find mm -hmm. myself totally in rock bottom. And and I had many moments of serendipity, right? I believe I I like, and this is not to be too woo-woo, but I truly believe that the universe places in front of you exactly what you need. You call it spirit, God, whatever you want to call it, but oh. some <clears throat> somehow you arrive at the place that you are supposed to be. Now the key is in these moments where you've hit rock bottom, for lack of a better term, not to right. put words in your mouth. And you're faced with, okay, here is this book, this holy grail, the potential for everything that you need to hit in your <laughs> right. life to create change. And here it is. And are you going to take fucking advantage of it or not? I what what happens in the moment where you go, you know what, I'm actually going to read this book, because the book question. is always there, man, the book is there, and we don't read it. So why did you read the book? Yeah, you're right. And um it was, and the funny thing is, I had never read a book in my life until that moment. Like all through school, I, I took advantage of all the shortcuts. I was a cliff note kind of guy. Uh, I can skim stuff and kind of come up with the gist of what it, what they're talking about. I never in my life read a book cover to cover until this book when I was 35 years old, sitting on my mom's couch. And I mean, when I say cover to cover, I mean, from every word on the front of the cover, all the way to every word on the back of the cover. And it was one of those things that as soon as I read the first several pages, it was talking directly to me and I couldn't put it down. Like the, the author of the book is a guy named Hal Elrod. And he went through a similar experience where he was the number one sales rep. He, he's, he's like the all time selling sales rep for Cutco in history. The Cutco is just, uh, the, uh, they sell like knives, like uh, culinary and so he's an all-time selling his uh, salesman in history and he got into a, tried, uh, a car accident uh, you know lost his life actually two times on the um, in the emergency room and they revived him and so there he was completely broken you know was once at this great point in life and now he's broken could barely walk you know he wasn't supposed to survive and he was trying to put the pieces of his life back together again and he came up with a formula that took him from almost dying to back being, you know, an extraordinary achiever. And he wrote this book to outline his process of how he went from broken to a high achiever. And when I was reading his story, I was right where he was in his story. He was laying on his deathbed. In my story, I was laying on my mom's couch, but I was right there with him. And so from the moment I opened that book, he captivated me like, hey, this is where I was, but here's where I am now. In this book, I'm going to give you the step-by-step -step process. And so at that point, I was hooked. I'm like, all right, give it to me. I'm going to read this whole fucking book. And I did. Yeah, that, that's incredible because here's, here's what I always feel like happens in those moments. We recognize that we're not alone. Right. I don't, I don't yeah. think it's as simple always as here's your magic potion, drink this and things are going to change. <laughs> right. right. You have to have this moment of cognizant resonance where you say, oh, 
wow, you mean it's not just me? I'm not the only yeah. fuck up in the world. I'm not the right. only guy who's flipped his life upside down. There's hope, <laughs> there's potential. Something can happen, something can change. Holy yeah. shit, right? And you step into it. So here's where, here's where I really want to push you a little bit. Day one's easy. Talk me through day one and then talk me through, okay, I did it once and now I'm going to do it again because so often we fall off, right? It's easy to get up at 6 a.m. one time, but how do you do it every day for the rest of your life? How do you apply meaning and goals and all of that? What is that experience like? So, so it's, and I get this a lot and I tell people, you just got to get into it because you'll see once you start this process. So the first thing I noticed was the moment I made the decision to do it, it was easy. Like mm. so often we create this narrative of, oh, I'm not a morning person. Oh, I'm, I could never do that. Oh, I hate the mornings. And you'd be surprised at how powerful the subconscious mind is. So you're feeding your subconscious this narrative and it's going to take it and run with it. So the minute you say, I could never get up at that time. Well, you're right. You won't because you just convinced yourself that you'll never do it. Yeah. But the minute you change that narrative and change the way you speak to yourself, you change the language that you use. It's easy. So the first thing I noticed was how easy it was. The moment, like, and in the book, he gives you ways to reprogram your thinking. Like, instead of saying, ah, you know how we do just negotiation with ourselves at night? Like, oh man, I only got, what time is it now? So I got five, four, I got, oh, I only got five hours left. Oh God, I'm going to be so groggy. I'm going to be so tired. Like we try to negotiate, like how mm-hmm. much, how much time do I have to sleep now? Like, it's like, instead of like, uh, telling yourself like, oh, I'm, go- I'm only going to get five hours of sleep. Oh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be so tired in the morning. You flip it and you turn into a positive, like, oh, oh, wow. I'm so thankful for, I can't wait for these five hours of sleep. I can't wait to get up at 6 a.m. so I can do my yoga or do my meditation, right? It's just these little small tweaks of how you use language to program your subconscious. And, and so that first step, it was easy. It was, it's, it's so easy to wait, to get up early uh, when you just change your perception of it. So that was the first thing. But two, uh, I noticed that there was such a peace in the morning that I could never, I had never experienced in, at any other time of day. Um, when you, I get up and it's dark outside and it's just me. No emails are coming in, no phone calls, no text messages, no, my phone isn't buzzing on social media. It's the rest of the world isn't active yet. And so I, I get uninterrupted, like just dedicated peace time to really focus on me, focus on myself, focus on my goals. And so it was addicting. It was hot. I, like I would literally get a high from it. And so all this time I had been using these external substances to, to, to raise my vibration and my elevation, I found that I can go inward and get that same feeling. And I was up early and I would do my meditation and I would just really channel this energy of gratitude and peace and love and joy. And it was, I would just get, I would be buzzing like I would have goosebumps. And I was like, fuck, I'm doing that again tomorrow. Like, and that's, it was this, it was this, this, uh, this this loop of this feedback loop of I can't wait to do that again tomorrow and I would do it again the next day and I'm like well can I even I, I love it so much can I even move it back to 5 30 and then it was like okay now can I move it back to 5 a.m and you know now I actually get up at uh, you this is going to sound crazy but I actually get up at 3 30 in the morning now 
Yeah. And so I'm up at 3.30 in the morning every day. I get up, I go for a run, I come back, I do my meditation, I do my yoga stretching, I sit down and I, I focus on my goals and write out and journal my goals and visualize them and then plan my day. Like I have this whole practice because I get such a rush from it. So the moment you commit, you'll, the first thing is you commit to it, you'll find how easy it is. But then two, once you see the benefits of it, it's going to continue to feed you to want to do it. So it's really it was, it's the, it's, to be honest, it's not easy. At, I mean, it's not hard at all when you first just commit to doing it. Yeah, a- absolutely. And I, I resonate with everything that you just said. And I often say we are the stories that we tell ourselves, right? If my narrative is I'm not, I can't, I shouldn't, I won't, I don't, guess what? That's going to be true. And this idea of getting excited about it, like I love that because I love my mornings. Like there is no question. The first two hours of my day are my time period. There is no emails. I am so 100% about the create before you consume. I step into my stretching, my meditation. I go hit the bike. I hit the treadmill. I hit the gym. I write, I journal, I blog post. I create all morning long in those first two hours, no interruptions, right? Because guess what? There are not that many people awake at 6 a.m., And look, I understand that for me, I will never wake up at 3.30 a.m. It does not entertain me in the least. (laughs) That that is going to be my own personal boundary. (laughs) Um, but, But the point being here, it's not about the time as much as I think it's about the space and the usage of time, right? Hey, what's up, my friend? Before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to tell you about my book, Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma. If you didn't know, I wrote a book last year about everything that I understand about the process of healing and overcoming childhood trauma. It's available on Amazon and on my website at thinkunbroken.com. This book is the book that I needed when I was going through my healing journey. And I took everything that I understand about trauma from mindset and practical tools to science, put them together in a journal style book. That is about you stepping into an intrinsic understanding of where you are in your life and creating a reframe of where you want to go. This book to me is really my full understanding of what it is to finally get out of the vortex and become the hero of your own story. At over 250 pages long, this thing is dense and full of everything that I understand to this point about healing trauma. And of course, we're always growing, we're always changing, and there's always more, but I would love if you would check out a copy. Every purchase helps support the podcast as well as what I do with Think Unbroken Academy. You can check it out at thinkunbroken.com or on Amazon. Thank you so much, my friends. And until next time, be unbroken. I'll see ya. 100%. Like, it doesn't matter. So the only only reason I wake up at 3.30 is because now I run morning coaching programs that start at 5 a.m. So every morning at 5 a.m. I exactly mastermind call. So technically my work starts at 5 a.m. So I have to get up at 3.30 to give myself my time before I report to work. So the only reason I get up that early is because my work day starts at five. Everyone's work day doesn't start that early, right? So the what you hit the nail on the head, as long as you give yourself some buffer before you need this report to work, whatever your work is. And work doesn't have to be a physical location you go into. Work means whatever your first responsibility of the day is. And so as long as you give yourself some buffer time 
before you need to be attentive to your first responsibility of the day. So that's the only reason I get up at 3.30 but, is to give myself but, that bomb. But, 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 but Jarvis, I got kids and COVID <laughs> and I got, I got a side hustle and I'm up till one o'clock in the morning and I got all this, but, but, but Jarvis, how do I do it, man? I like, yeah. this is great. I'm super glad you and Michael can do it, but how do I do it? How do I step into this when I have life? Yeah, well, I'm a living proof of that now, right? I got a one-year-old kid. You know, he wakes up at 4.30. So I have to wake up one hour before he wakes up. That's my rule of thumb. Be up one hour before the rest of your house. You have to have an hour for yourself. So if your kids or your spouse or everyone else in your house wakes up at six, wake up at five. You have to report to yourself before you can report to everyone else. That's just a rule. So I don't, and I get this all the time. You know, you, you, you could do that because when, before I had kids, they would also, but you don't have kids, but you're not married, but you, okay, now I got kids. Now I got a wife. Now, I'm, now, you know, now I got all that, those chaotic, you know, situations, extenuous circumstances. I still prioritize waking up one hour before the rest of my house. So I can take care of me first. Then I can tend to everyone else. Let me ask you this question. Cause I think this is really important. And, and I, I relate to that again. I, I think we're just going to be in agreement on all of this because of how potent I believe that it is and how transformative it has been for my life. What are your rules around this? Because I, I think people often, and this was my experience, I say I'm gonna do something and then I fall off because I didn't put rules and parameters around it that say, this is my life. This is what I hold myself accountable to. What, talk to me about rules and accountability and how you show up for yourself because it's really easy again to do it a day or two, week maybe even, but man, to adapt a lifestyle change. And, and it's not even necessarily just time. Like think about how different your life is from homeless and being on the couch to reading this book to I'm married, I have a kid, I have a career, I have a business. I'm moving towards the things that satiate me as a human being. There's gotta be parameters there, right? Yeah, so the one of the greatest, and so the, the beauty of what the Miracle Morning taught me was the power of reading. Like the biggest lesson, like despite, I mean, in spite of all the, the technical know-how that it taught me as far as how to form a great morning routine, how to wake up early, what to do when you wake up early, how to meditate, just in spite of all that, the biggest thing it taught me was the power of reading. Because if it wasn't for me reading that book, my life would not have branched off into this, you know, this, this trajectory that it's on. And so after I read that book, I was like, well, hell, what else can I read? Like, I just got super hungry for just consuming. Like, it's the greatest way to take 10 years of knowledge and boil it down to 10 days. Like, it took the author of that book, 10 years of his knowledge, his failures, his successes, and he boiled it all down into something that I could read in 10 days. And so I was like, how else can I accelerate my life? So I started reading everything I possibly could. And this book this uh, that I read was called Willpower Doesn't Work by Benjamin Hardy. Great and book. Instrument, I mean, profound. And the, power, the premise of the book is that your own internal willpower, discipline, motivation, at some point will fail you. And successful people have a way of setting up their environment, outside structures, systems, and processes that ensure that they show up even when their own willpower fails them. And so I took that principle and I was building this discipline of trying to wake up early, trying to make sure I got my workout in, trying to make sure that I did all these, these habits that have, that, these success habits, if you will. And you're right, it's hard initially. And so it, the saving grace for me was right at that time, I, I started introducing other people to this Miracle Morning book, like, hey, you know, this is a great book. This is a great book. And they started reading it and started trying to do it. 
And I was like, well, look, let's all join together because look, I'm, I, some days I do it, some days I don't. You over there struggling, you over here, you wanna, like you're struggling. Let's all come together and be accountability bar- partners for each other. And that was the same, that was it. The moment we got a group together and every morning at 5 a.m. we would all get on a Zoom call and basically hold each other accountable to waking up early and doing this morning practice. And we did it together on the call. And the moment we did that, it was easy because now it wasn't just me anymore. I had to show up for them. Mm-hmm. I had to show up for other people. And the moment you incorporate that aspect, when you incorporate the, like other people holding you accountable, then the dis- that's where you kick the discipline in because you'll let yourself off the hook all the time. You can find any excuse, but you'll go through, you'll, you'll do everything you can to not disappoint someone else. So if I know they're counting on me, I'm going to show up and I'm going to, I'm going to show out. I'm going to show up and show out every time because I had that outside accountability, accountability structure. So uh, that was the, that was the magic sauce. And this is the magic sauce to everything accountability. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And putting parameters around it that say, I am going to do this, right? It's so much about that narrative. I am going to do this. I'm going to put myself in a position, right? Cause we always have an excuse, we always have a reason why we don't have to show up for ourselves. We always have this reason why we can go tomorrow, right? But today, today, like I always think about that. There's no tomorrow. There is no promise that I'm not going to have a heart attack right now and drop dead in the middle of talking to you. And so, so to wait for tomorrow is like, you're not living, but it can be scary, right? This idea of stepping into life and stepping into and embracing the idea of possibility. What was that journey like for you as you started to shift, right? Because here's what happens. Slowly, you notice change. Oh, I feel different. I feel self-esteem. I feel worth. I feel value. I'm moving towards real goals again. I'm moving away from drugs and sex and the things that don't actually matter in my life. What is that transformation like for you? It's like it's it is like a drug. It's uh, so the goals so goals are so powerful. Um, like goal, I get so much. I get so much so much of a high now from chasing my goals than I ever did when I was doing cocaine. Mm. Um, like having a vision and a vision worth pursuing that's purpose driven, um, that has some sort of meaning to it. And then seeing yourself progress to it, I think that is the key to life. The key to life is having a vision, a purpose-driven mission, and then actually putting one step and foot one foot in front of the other, and, ma- and making progress towards that vision, towards that best version of yourself, uh, towards your grand design. And so, so the moment I got clear on what my goals were, and, and again, this was kind of the format uh, that I learned in the Miracle Every Morning: write your goals down, and to that point i had never written my goals down never even really formed goals what what were like the first goals you were writing so i was really ambitious you know it was uh, i wanted to form a real estate company uh i wanted to build an app so um like a you know a mobile phone app um for this idea that i had um I wanted to lose 30 pounds then get back because at that time i was kind of overweight and just from partying and drinking and eating too much um I wanted to reconnect on a meaningful level with and repair broken relationships that I had severed from when I went through my downward spiral and I kind of alienated myself from people that loved me. Um, And so I needed to repair and mend relationships. And so those are every morning, that's what I would write. I would write a financial goal 
uh, I would write some sort of passion or driven goal or a hobby, I would write some sort of fitness goal, and I'd write some sort of family or connection or relationship goal. How many of the, I, I write down goals every single day, half for years. How many of those goals came to pass? How oh. many of those things actually happened? All of them. Yeah, all of them. Uh, from the moment the I started, power writing, of writing is so intense. Uh, from the moment I wrote down, I wanted to start a real real estate company. Within two months, I had my real estate license, and I was bravo with a, a commercial brokerage uh, in downtown San Diego, where I bought and sold um, office and retail properties in San Diego. Um, the moment from the moment it got clear, and said, you know, I needed to repair my relationships. Two months later, I was engaged. Because the first, my first priority was to repair the relationship with that, with my ex-girlfriend that had broken up with me when I was on my downward spiral. And I put an intense focus because every day I would write it and I put an intense focus back on reconnecting, remending, um, and repairing that relationship to the point where we engaged and now we have a one-year-old son. Um, uh, the, my passion, my passion, uh, hobby, which was to write it, to build an app. Uh, I, 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 the moment I started writing it, the universe started putting things in place and connecting me with someone who, uh, another gentleman who writes code and writes apps. And I pitched my idea to him and he built the beta version. So now we actually have a beta of this app idea. Everything from the moment I got clear and just started writing it every day, the universe would slowly just put all the dominoes in place for me. Like all yeah. I had to do was write it and declare it. And then it just seemed like things just started falling in line for me. But but I, I'm going to have to say, I have to assume that two things were happening here. One being patience, right? And two being you actually doing the things to move towards those goals. Because I, I don't want people to be confused. Like this is a secret type thing where like you no. read a book, you manifested and it fucking happened because that's not real. Talk to me about like the process of the doing. So here's the thing though, the doing... Uh, it, it, there is a, you know, the whole law of attraction thing, there is, there is an element of you attracting things like, so yes, you do have to move towards the goal, but there is an element of the goal kind of fall, you know, attracts is attracted to you too. So it's not as for the moment you get super, super clear awareness to everything that'll help you for that goal. And so it's kind of like when you see a, you know, the moment you want to buy a, a all of a sudden you start seeing Jeeps everywhere, right? The Jeeps didn't just start popping up out of nowhere. It's the moment you got clear on which it brought your awareness to now you notice the Jeeps everywhere. Same thing about your goal. The moment you get really clear on what you want, all of a sudden you notice all the opportunities that are available to help you get it. And so the first thing was, yeah, the moment I got clear that I wanted an app, uh, a week later, it seemingly fell into my lap that I got introduced to a guy who said, "Hey, can I write your app for you?" Now, I, that didn't actually that didn't actually take a lot of me. All that did was get me really clear on what I wanted because then all of a sudden my patterns changed, the people I talked to changed, and then all of a sudden it seemed like this opportunity just fell into my lap because I was really clear on what I wanted. So, I will challenge you that you'd be surprised that. When you get super clear and you're hungry on what you want, actually it does require less effort because you just get really, really in tune and aware and hungry and seek out the opportunities that help you get it. So, so one, but I do agree with you. There is a patience, there is a time factor, but I want to really emphasize the power of 
writing your goal, you will be surprised at how stuff falls out of the sky in your favor when you know what you want and you write it down every day. Man, can I get an amen? I, I love that. I mean, I agree with that 100%. What if What is the one thing, if you were going to say, if you want to be the morning hero, Jarvis, what is the one thing that you should implement into your life beginning right now? Well, waking up early is by far the first thing. Like it is the first domino. Like if you imagine a row of dominoes, um, you don't have to put an intense focus on knocking down the third domino. You don't have to put an intense focus on knocking down the fifth domino. You don't have to focus on each individual domino. All you have to do is knock that one domino down, right? Mm. And when you knock that domino down, right? All the other dominoes line, fall, naturally fall in line. Well, waking up early is that first domino. When you commit to that first domino, you'd be surprised at how everything else just falls in line because now all of a sudden you have more time. The biggest resource that we claim, our biggest excuse for why we don't do things, why we don't move things forward, why we can't invest in things is because of time. Time is the resource that is the biggest limiting factor. And when you commit to waking up earlier, now you have time. Now you have time to invest in that side hustle. Now you have time to invest in your fitness. Now you have more time and clarity and peace to get, to get in tune with yourself and to connect with people on a meaningful level. Now you have time. You have the greatest limiting factor now back in your favor. And now everything else will fall in place the minute you give yourself more time. And that comes from waking up earlier. So for me, the one thing is waking up at least one hour earlier than you wake up now and using that time to work on yourself and your goals. I love it. I love it. Before I ask you my last question here, where can people find you? Themorninghero.com. So actually everything that we talk about, I actually have free videos um, on my website and you can sign up and I send them out to my list. You can email out a video lesson and they're all like this, how to, how to uh, schedule your day to double activity, how to use your calendar and time block time so you're, you're using it more efficiently, uh, how to get hyped up and motivated and fired up every morning, right, with a little small, simple tweak. So I offer all these kind of tips and tricks at themorninghero.com, and uh, I send them out as an email every week, once a week, call them Motivation Monday, so they can sign up and they can get all, all these free, free videos and free video lessons. I love it. Themorninghero.com. Jarvis, my friend, amazing. Thank you so much for being here with me today and the Unbroken Nation audience. My last question for you, my friend, is what does it mean to you to be unbroken? Unbroken. Um, and so I, when I think of unbroken, said another way is unbreakable. Unbreakable is just this discipline that you do what you say you're going to do, even if you don't feel like it. Yeah, I think of a discipline. And I got this from David Goggins. David Goggins says, do something that sucks every day. Every day, do something that sucks. The minute, and, I, and I use this mindset, it's just this mindset of, you know, we always get these negative voices saying, ah, you shouldn't do that. Ah, you're too tired. Ah, you're not good at that. And you got to realize that you are not that voice. Like that voice is a, is a separate entity. And so Goggins taught me this, this technique of, Every time you hear that voice, whatever it tells you not to do, you have to do it. Like mm -hmm. every day you have to do something that sucks. And so I use this principle every day. I'm like, ah, oh, I'm making that call. I don't feel like calling that investor. Gosh, I don't feel like doing it. The minute I say that to myself, 
boom, that's my trigger. I got to do it. And so unbreakable, uh, when I think of unbroken or being unbreakable, it's having this unbreakable spirit, this unbreakable discipline that no negative voice, no excuse can come up in a way and break you from your stride. Man, I that I got go- literally goosebumps hearing that because I relate. That is 100% everything that I believe in. My friend, thank you so much for being here. Guys, if you found value in this conversation, please like, follow, subscribe, review. Go check out themorninghero.com. And until next time, my friends, be unbroken. I'll see ya. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show. But I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a wait list for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.